The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that is right on time. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local, mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 23rd birthday today. Happy birthday to our most special boy, Brady Keene. Oh, that's nice. It's Brady's birthday. That's nice. Our most special that's boy. That's very... Happy birthday, Brady. Very nice for Brady. First four through the door. Chester Bradley, Miziel Romero, Rob Hadaway, and Tony Blaylock. What's up, y'all? Today is... Oh, Ish is not here. Ish is not here. Ish told us he had much better things to and do he was than right. hang out with us. He's and right. he's right. Yeah. Uh, today, today is Tuesday, August 27th, 2019. 93 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 806. 806, the Lubbock uh, edition. Uh... Oda B. McDowell's total bases in his illustrious Texas <laughs> Rangers career. There's a great baseball from name. 1985 to 1988. Yeah. On today's show, guys, we've got a couple of big things on the show. A couple of big time guests. Uh, we will talk with Dave Burchett. Uh, Dave Burchett is a director at Fox Sports Southwest. So, admittedly, that's how we got in touch with him. But. Uh, we had him in. We're not having him on because he's the director of like he directs like Ranger games, by the way. Nice. If you're yeah, interested in that, yeah. but he wrote a book. It is uh, this book, Between the White Lines, Coach W. T. Johnston's determined pursuit of ultimate victory. I'm trying to read it in the screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is uh, a terrific, terrific book about the life of the late great W. T. Johnston, the coach at Newton, who won back-to-back state championships, uh, gave those really impassioned post-game speeches that went viral. Uh, and ha- passed away in May. Um, we will uh, hear from Dave Burchett about the process of writing this book, uh, the friendship that he struck up with W.T. Johnston. Uh, it's a great legacy, I think, for Coach Johnston. Uh, and, by the way, we will be giving one of these books away. So at the end of this... Um, Is this why you're living in the comments right now, yes, Greg? at the end of yeah, the interview... I figured. Uh, I'd also never commented before. That's true. Uh at the end of the interview, I will ask you guys a trivia question. Whoever is the first one to answer the trivia question in the comments, uh, we will make sure you get this book, Between the White Lines, uh, by Dave Burchett. Uh, it's available on Amazon right now as well, so in local bookstores, but it's a great, great read. Uh, we will give you one of these books if you answer the trivia question that will come up between the interviews that we're doing. So that's coming up first. Then back half of the show, today, we talked with Chris Cumnock, the executive director of the Landry Classic. This is the 20th year of the Landry Classic. That's crazy, right? Going on in Allen Eagle Stadium, and they got two bangers. Uh, Cedar Hill and Allen, and then Lucas Lovejoy and uh, Colleyville Heritage. Uh, It's going to be uh, a lot of fun out there at Allen Eagle Stadium. And there is a greater than zero chance that Allen does not win on their home field for the first time. Believe it when I see it. I agree. I'm picking Allen. But I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Believe it when I see it. Cedar Hill's got some juice. 
Just yeah. saying. So we will hear from Chris Cumnock uh, about the outstanding work there at the Landry Classic. That's coming up this weekend at Allen Eagle Stadium. You will hear from both of those gentlemen coming up here at the back half of the show. Uh, okay. Uh, today's the last show of the week for me. Yeah. I am uh, getting in a car tomorrow and going to Mason, Texas. I we recorded Tep and Step. Tep and Step is live on your uh, for insiders at texasfootball.com or on your uh, podcast feed. Um, and Step brought up the point. He goes, "Man, in back-to-back days, you are going to get to see a game at the Puncher Dome mm-hmm. and get to go to the Valley Axe." Yeah. I'm truly blessed. That's pretty cool. Hashtag blessed right pretty now. Pretty cool. This is going to be awesome. I'm, I make no bones about it. I am living my best life right now. See how much you love it as you're into your 12th hour driving yeah, or whatever. Well, you but know yeah. what? It's all yeah. worth it. It's, good. Yeah. it's worth it because it's, it's high school football season. Uh, we are a mere 48-ish hours away. Uh, yeah, 40, call it 50, 50 hours away yeah. uh, from Texas high school football season kicking off. Uh, we're very, very excited. Of course, we'll have complete coverage at TexasFootball.com. A smorgasbord of uh, content. Yeah. The Poncho's Mexican Buffet of content yes. at TexasFootball.com. Yeah. Uh, so check that out, including the premium podcast, Tap and Step, which you can listen to right now for insiders only. But of course, we'll have the picks. We will have Matt Steph's mega preview. We will have all sorts of good, 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 goodness at TexasFootball.com. You do not want to miss that. Hey, uh, are you going to be driving through San Angelo? No. It's not on the way? No, San Angelo's farther west. Do you, do you want to make a little... Little detour to go to what a uh, Hidalgo's. Ter- what a terrible detour that would be! You could just go, just go out to Hidalgo's, get not, the Acapulco special, I wanna, and tell them that Coach Davis sang. I want to be extremely clear: it's not a terrible detour because San Angelo is bad. I love San Angelo. Yeah, uh, it's bad because it's like way out of the way. I think it would add legitimately three hours to what is a four and a half hour drive. You know, the only reason I asked though is because I was cleaning up the archives mm-hmm. and uh, I found the Hidalgo's commercial, and it's still here. So Ooh. you know. Ooh. Anytime you want to pull that out of out of the bag, just let me know. Do it right now. Do you? Oh, we can do can it right see now. It? Hey, here's a here's a <laughs> message from our sponsor that's not actually a sponsor, Hidalgo's. <laughs> Job is just sometimes oh, it's an infinite waste of time. We need more bits like this on this show. I don't know if we do, we, but I mean we've got free money, which is coming up Thursday. Um, we've got the picks, we've got all of our fun stuff, Monday morning fallout, but we need more dumb, meaningless bits like That's, that. I that don't is know. Uh, great. It's, I don't think we'll ever top that. Okay. Uh, from the uh, ridiculous to the sublime. We will go uh, from that to talking to Dave Burchett. Dave Burchett is the director at Fox Sports Southwest Road. An outstanding book, Between the White Lines. Uh, Coach W.T. Johnson's Determined Pursuit of Ultimate Victory. We will be giving away one of these books at the end of this interview to people who are listening, who are watching on Facebook or on TexasFootball.com. If you answer a trivia question that we will ask after this interview. So... Uh, here's our conversation with Dave Burchett, the author of Between the White Lines, here on Texas Football Today. Texas high school football is so full of remarkable stories and remarkable figures, which is what makes the, the sport such a joy uh, to cover. And I know that uh, one guy who really captured 
uh, the hearts of people, not just across the state of Texas, but also uh, across the nation and the world. Uh, was Newton coached uh, W.T. Johnston, the late uh, W.T. Johnston. Uh, and there is a new book out uh, about his life, uh, Between the White Lines, uh, w, uh, Coach W.T. Johnston's Determined Pursuit of Ultimate Victory. And here to talk about this uh, is the author of this book, uh, a, a director there at, at Fox Sports Southwest. We're joined by Dave Bridget. Uh Dave, thanks for stopping by. Oh, my pleasure. Um, first and foremost, tell me about how the idea for writing a book about uh, W.T. Johnston came about. Well, I was assigned his game. Uh, I had actually was assigned the Newton game in 2014 when they did not win. So I was a little bit familiar. I knew he was struggling a bit with his health. But after that, he kind of dropped off my radar. And then I got assigned his game again in 2017. And then he was telling his story, and someone asked him about what was going on. And a couple of things he said just really tweaked my interest and mm-hmm. it, it, it remarkable uh, response to adversity and he said well you know um, people say I should write a book about my story and I just kind of perked up because I'd written some books so I contacted him after they won the state championship and we just became instant friends became very close and his story was even better than I imagined um, he's a guy that uh, you know people know about his his health issues. He had the the very rare graft versus host disease right. uh, that that came from his double lung transplant. Um, but the the thing that always struck me about WT is that um, from a from a mental perspective and from between the ears and from an emotional perspective, you'd never know it. I mean, this is a guy who, yeah, even when his body was failing him in ways that we can't even fathom. Uh, he always seemed he always had his kids on his mind he always right. had the community on his mind that that to me is, is the legacy of, of WT Johnson absolutely and that's what really struck me when we talked to him on the conference call before the 2017 game uh, Ron Thulin was mm-hmm. doing the game and Ron said something on oh, coach I, uh, I'm really sorry for what you're going through and it's just like WT said stop mm-hmm. I've been given a great gift and and you just like you recoil to that because you know he's suffering and he's in pain and he can't breathe. He says, no, Ron, I've been given a great gift. A lot of people don't know what their lives mean. You know, maybe they drop dead of a heart attack or a car wreck or, uh, but because of what I'm going through, I have this gift of knowing what my life is meant. And I have this gift of being able to teach my kids what it looks like to live until you die. And I'm just sitting there just with, goosebumps going who is this guy I, I've got to get to know this man he, he's, he's he was a remarkable remarkable gentleman there uh, the, the, the coach of uh, the Newton Eagles um, uh, passed away this this uh, this past offseason um, you know I'm, I'm interested in, in in what your conversations with him were like uh, obviously when you write a book about about his life you're going to talk to him for a while and Anybody who talked with W.G. Johnston knows <laughs> that uh, you can kind of pull the string and let him go. Right. Um, I'm, I'm interested, could you kind of characterize broadly what your conversations with him were like? Well, we went to Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I went down to Newton to meet uh, W.T. and see if this project was going to work. And the very first thing that happened, I mean, I've known this guy for, you know, minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and the first thing he says to me is, is you are not staying at the Holiday Inn Express. I'm offended if you want to stay at the Holiday <laughs> You're staying with me. And so you just, you're just immediately, you're like old friends. Mm -hmm. And he just starts talking about his life and his story. And and he has a very interesting life and uh, a lot of starts and fails early. So he's a good story for uh, kids to know that, you know, everything doesn't always, doesn't always go perfectly. 
and that you can still keep going and end up in the right place. But he, he is just um, an open book, mm-hmm. uh, a remarkable man, fun to talk to. One of the really fun things that, that people don't know about is I direct the Ranger broadcast, Texas Rangers broadcast. He's a huge Ranger fan. So from the point I got to know him, like almost every Ranger game, I get a text from WT. What are they doing? Why are they pinching this guy? <laughs> Why aren't they pinch hitting this guy? You know, it just constantly like I had some control over it. <laughs> and uh, one, you know, this is kind of this kind of tells you what WT was like. At, at the end, he he lost his eyesight. Mm-hmm. He essentially had lost his vision, and but he still had the Ranger games on. And so the Rangers had had some sort of a meltdown. The bullpen had melted down. No way. WT sends me a text, and he goes, I got to tell you, brother, this is tough even for a blind guy to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is pretty vintage that, WT Johnson. That is him in a nutshell right there. <laughs> it really is. It's uh, Dave Burchett, the author of Between the White Lines, a uh, uh, new book out uh, about WT Johnston. Um, what this is a bit of a broad question. I don't want to blindside with, but what surprised you whenever you you talked with him? I, I think a lot of people are familiar uh, with his his story. Maybe they're familiar uh, with his his message, especially that interview he did after the after last year's title right. game against uh, with Sarah Merrifield on Fox Sports Southwest, which uh, went viral all over the world um, about about you know live until you die and, and, and the great message he sent. Uh, what about it when you were talking with him? What what about him surprised you about him? I think just his unvarnished honesty. And, and I think, and he, and I would tell you, he was constantly on me. He says, don't make this uh, anything about uh, racial issues. Mm-hmm. But I said, coach, in our culture right now, we almost have to make that a part of your mm-hmm. story because it's who you are. But I think what amazed me about WT is I don't know if you can be colorblind. I mean, that mm-hmm. denies who the other person you're talking to is. But if I have ever met a human being that's color indifferent, mm-hmm. it was W.T. Johnston. It didn't matter to him. Mm-hmm. It, it truly didn't matter. It was the content of your, it's what Martin Luther King dreamed mm-hmm. about. It's the content of your character that he cared about. And he truly was color indifferent. And it went back to his dad taught him that because his dad was, uh, you know, from Oklahoma, kind of a rough guy, um, went to the Korean War and found himself in combat with a black partner. Mm-hmm. And he had never even met a black person up until that. And and they realized in combat that it doesn't matter what color you are. It's who's got your back. And he taught WT that and he lived that and stories in the book about how his dad taught him that and, and basically taught WT, you aren't born a bigot you have to be taught that mm-hmm. well and, and i think anybody who who knows you know newton is an extremely diverse mm-hmm. town it is a and and in many ways one of the things i always admired about wt and, and one of the reasons i think he was such a good coach not just because he was a great football mind and not just because he inspired people but because he felt it felt like he really fit with that community Absolutely. And, and you as even after his passing you saw the outpouring of love the, the support he had from the Newton community uh, that really made it special. Um, and, and I know that I know that I know being ingrained in Newton was very, very important to him as well. Oh, absolutely. He loved that community. And he said over and over that if the best job in the state of Texas came open mm-hmm. to coach, he would want to be a Newton because that's where his heart was. He loved those kids. He loved that community and the way the community stepped up. 
when he went through all of his medical issues that you talked about, uh, when he was literally dying in Houston. And there's a remarkable story in the book uh, about what happened, the miracle that happened um, when he was dying, literally dying. And Debbie, his wife, was just trying to make the decision, do we bring him home to die? And the community, this little community, which is not a wealthy community, they, they set up an account for the Johnstons. And, and it was like It's a Wonderful Life, where they all came and they dumped the money for, uh, for George Bailey on, the, on mm-hmm. the desk. They would go to the bank and just put money in. And, and Debbie told the story that they had a debit card, and whenever they checked the balance, there was always money there from this little community that is not wealthy. And, and it's just a tribute to the kind of place it is. Yeah, and, and you know, one of the things, uh, he, he stepped down as the, the head coach and, and athletic director uh, back, at, I think, at, basically after the season. Right. They recently promoted uh, Drew Johnston right. uh, to be his, his head coach, and, and we were talking about this beforehand. Um, it seems like, I mean, there sometimes the no-brainer thing in high school football doesn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I will say that, that that certainly seems like, I mean, it's not just WT, but that entire Johnston family that is so ingrained in the community. It seems like Drew Johnston was just such a perfect hire uh, for Drew, me. Drew is amazing. He obviously has been mentored by his dad. He played in the system. He's coached in the system. He understands everything about that culture. And what have they had now? Uh, he's the fourth coach in Forty, yeah. fifty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, Coach Barbe, Curtis Barbe was there forever, and mm-hmm. then you know, WT unfortunately was only there for for eight or nine years mm-hmm. because of his health. But that's that's a place that you, when you go there, you stay there basically until you die. Um, it's between the white lines. Uh, Coach WT Johnston's um, determined pursuit of ultimate victory, with um, uh, written by uh, Dave Burchett. And I'm, I'm interested uh, to, to close this out. Um, can you tell us um, about your last conversation with WT? Do you what what is what what was the, the last time you, you got to speak? It, it was in May, yeah. and I went down to spend some time with him, ostensibly to just go over some details of the book and to make sure I had everything accurate. And and when I got there, it was clear. He he was not having a good day. He was having real difficulty in breathing. His lungs were, were failing, and, and he was in a lot of pain. Still answered all my questions, still complained about the Rangers. Um, <laughs> but it was clear that he was not doing well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just said to him, you know, WT's a man of faith, and I'm a man of faith. And, and I just said, WT, you need to rest. And I said, would it be okay if I just prayed with you? Mm-hmm. And so I just got down on a knee and, and, and took his hand, and, and, and we just prayed together. And one of the things that he always said, uh, you know, being a man of faith, is he keep your eyes on the cross. Mm-hmm. And, and I just said, uh, and I, I just want to close with this, to WT, keep your eyes on the cross. And the last, basically the last word he said to me was a very loud and hearty amen. Mm-hmm. And uh, he passed a few days later. He's uh, he was a remarkable man, and, and and I know that you know his legacy down there in Newton is gonna gonna live on for a long time. And and you know it's it's one of those things that I'm the word viral is such like a a, right. a, a naughty word sometimes, but like you want to talk about going viral for the right reasons, right? And uh, it, it's odd to think about that as like a lasting legacy for right. WT Johnston, but that message that he gave to Sarah Merrifield on the field after they won that state championship game against Newton uh, or against Canadian rather, it it resonates with so many different people. And I'm just, I'm so every day. I'm so glad that he got that message out to 
probably a wider audience than he ever thought he would ever reach. I think the last time I checked, it was well over three million people Jeez. that had seen that. Uh, he, I mean, I, I had, I've got some mileage on my uh, <laughs> my career, but this man really impacted me. And what he said in that interview, I have taken away when he talked about how the kids wanted to win it for him. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, no, this is not about me. This, you know, I'm not going to be around much longer. This is for you because you'll have this for the rest of your life. And then what he said next is so impacted me. He said, if I've done this right, a piece of me will always be with these kids. And I thought, isn't that what we want to do as fathers, as employers, as friends, as coaches? Whatever you do, isn't that what we want if we've done this right? A piece of us will live in the people we impact forever, and I, I just thought, wow, that it's remarkable. Sums it up, and sums up a great man as well. Uh, w. T. Johnston. Uh, the the book is Between the White Lines. Uh, w. T. Johnston's Determined Pursuit of Ultimate Victory. It's by Dave Burchett. Uh, how can people get this? I know that it's coming out uh, really, really, really soon. Yeah, it's uh, available on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. uh, online. I, I'm not sure what the in store. Uh, availability, but all of the normal online outlets, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be available. Well, it's a, it's a story worth reading about a, about a man worth reading about, and and uh, I I think it's I think you've done people a great service by uh, and done WT a great service in the Thank Johnson you. family by by chronicling it. Dave Burchett, uh, the author of Between the White Lines, Coach WT Johnson's Determined Pursuit of Ultimate Victory. Uh, Dave, appreciate your time and uh, congratulations on the book. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. There is Dave Burchett, the author of Between the White Lines, a coach W.T. Johnston's Determined Pursuit of Ultimate Victory. Uh, a terrific book, a terrific read um, about a guy worth reading about. You know, I think, I don't know. I feel like biographies, like they're they're so dependent on who it's about, right? I know that seems obvious, but it's true that in a lot of ways, whenever I pick up a biography and it's not interesting to me, it's because... Like I'm just I don't have enough interest in whoever's doing it. Uh, this guy W T Johnston, if you're watching the show, I probably don't have to tell you, uh, is absolutely worth reading about. Uh, an outstanding book by Dave Burchett, Between the White Lines, is all available on Amazon right now. I believe for pre-order, it's coming out. Uh, he mentioned in the interview, but I believe it's coming out the the week of their first home game on the seventh. But it'll be in bookstores as well. Between the White Lines by Dave Burchett. We promise to give it away. So here is your trivia question. This is for anybody in the comments either at texasfootball.com or on Facebook. Here we go. In 2017, Newton won a state championship. That's not the question. They beat Gunner uh, 40-16. to 16. Also not the question. In the 2017 state championship win for Newton, who was their leading receiver in that game? <laughs> Type the name. Whoever gets it first uh, will get this copy of Between the White Lines by Dave Burchett. We will send it to you. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, computer projections for all 722 Texas high school football games this weekend go up tomorrow morning. Damn, yeah. that was fast. We already got a winner. We already got it. Oh, he's got, we got a, we got a last name. Oh, I'm going to need a first and last name. We're going to need a first and last name, Reggie. First and last name. No, that ain't it. Um, it's close. So, uh, <laughs> become a Dave Campbell's Textable Insider, textable.com slash insider. Uh, 
Today, we had the opportunity to talk with Chris Cumnock. Chris Cumnock is the executive director of the Landry Classic. Bobby Bean's your winner, by the way. Bobby Bean, congratulations. We will get your uh, information and send you this book up between the white lines. We spoke with uh, Chris Cumnock of the executive director of the Landry Classic celebrating their 20th year. They have raised more than $1.1 million in scholarship money uh, over the past 20 years, which is truly, truly remarkable. Two big games this weekend at Allen Eagle Stadium as part of the Landry Classic. Here's our conversation with the Landry Classic's Chris Cumnock here on Texas Football Today. Week one of the 2019 Texas high school football season is upon us, and that means classic season. That means we've got big matchups all over the state. Uh, and for the 20th year, the Landry Classic will be going on here in the DFW Metroplex and a couple of, boy, big-time matchups, must-see matchups here in the Metroplex uh, to celebrate 20 years. We are joined by the executive director of the Landry Classic. It is our friend Chris Cumnock. Chris, appreciate you taking a little bit of time for us. I appreciate you guys having me. Um 20 years. There are a lot of events that don't sniff 20 years. Um, what, what does it mean to, to, to the organization to be able to put it together for this long? And, and, and why do you think it's been able to have such staying power? You know, it, it means a lot. I mean, anything with, with Coach Landry's name on it, you know, obviously that, that was my, that was the driving force for me. When he passed away, I, I wanted to raise $10,000 in scholarships in his name for two years and do a, a you know, a two-year classic. And, and we raised a lot more than 10, and so I thought, you know, I'll do it two more years, and we'll move it to SMU for two years, and, and, and that'll be it. And, and now we're at 20, and we're at 1.1 million. And, and um, just seeing how the family feels about it, and like I said, I, I grew up, he, he was my idol. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it, it's it's pretty special. Really didn't think we'd get to 20 years, and, and we're going to go beyond that. But... But here we are, and, and uh, you know, it's 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 special. Well, and, and the thing is, it's it's now such a mainstay in Texas high school football, mm -hmm. especially here in the DFW area, that, that, you know, people know this event. They know, oh, week one, that means we got to find out who's playing in the Landry Classic. Sure. Uh, and and I, I know that, you know, obviously Allen's been a really uh, key partner for you guys, but at the same time, I know there are teams that really want to play in this every single year, and I know you kind of got your pick of the litter as far as, as, far as games are concerned. Yeah, it's funny now. I mean, when I when I that first year when I started, I couldn't find anybody to play in it. I'm telling you, I made I think I made 16 phone calls, and and everybody's question was, well, who else is in it? And and I didn't have anybody, so I said, well, you know, nobody's in it, but we're putting it together, and they're all like, yeah, call us back after you get it going. And and I played high school football with Todd Graham, who was the head coach at Allen at the mm -hmm. time. So I finally called Todd, and you know, Todd's like, well, who else is in it? And I'm like, nobody's in it, Todd. I need you to be in it so I can get somebody in it. And so he's like, okay, I'll do it. And that's, you know, that's how we kind of got it, got it going. But, you know, there's been I mean, a lot of adjustments over the years, and I think we've been able to be flexible. And, and unlike a lot of these classics that pop up, what I hear from coaches and athletic directors is you guys do what you tell us you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And some of these people that, that come along, they want to make a buck off high schools and and they don't do the things that they tell them they're going to do. And so I, I think that has helped us. Well, and another thing that I think is, is really kind of a, a key part of it, and people may not necessarily realize, is the scholarship aspect of this, mm -hmm. um, is that, you know, you, you mentioned raising $1.1 million. That's not $1.1 million that's going in the Chris Cumnock bank account. Right. <laughs> right. That is, I mean, you guys are giving back, you know, thanks to your corporate partners that, that are giving back scholarships to these schools. Um, you know, you, you look, you, you've given out, you know, scholarships pretty much, you know, every single year. Um, I'm reading here on your website that that you know you talk about um, servant leaders in in the um, 
in their communities, these high school kids who get these scholarships, uh, they've volunteered more than 112,000 hours right. <laughs> over the course yeah. of these 19 years, now going on 20 years. And and I, I know that that is, yeah, the football's fun. And we're going to talk about the football, and I want to talk about these games. Sure. But that is really at the core of what you guys are all about. No no doubt. I mean, and, and that's the thing that really kept me going after four years, because this is not, this is not, what I do for a business mm-hmm. and, and, and this is not for us to make any money on. Um, it's just something I wanted to do. Coach Landry's passing away had a big impact on me. And, but giving these scholarships away is what makes you continue to do it because you see the great stories and the backstories too. I, you know, I've had people over the years that say, wow, giving scholarships to a kid at Highland Park or at Allen or at Capel, mm-hmm. they don't need scholarships. And like, well, you know, until you have kids in college, you don't realize how much yeah. everybody needs scholarships. But just even if their family has, you know, enough money to send them to college, I mean, the fact that these kids are doing what they're doing to earn it, mm-hmm. it, it you know, is, is another thing, too. But there's a lot of backstories that, that you may not see on the front side that of what's going on in the family where if you knew, you'd say, wow, that's they really needed that well and and furthermore and you know i promise we'll get to football in a moment but i think that there's there's a notion that you know uh, look guys like carson collins the the outstanding Mm -hmm. quarterback for lovejoy won one of the scholarships last year a a guy who is really involved in his community and and certainly deserving of that but it's not just the football players it's band members it's cheerleaders it's student managers it's trainers it's it's drill team members it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 mascots um this is a celebration You, you are you're honoring people who are part of the community aspect of texas high school football yeah the game is central to it right but it's not just about oh he's a great player let's give him a scholarship to help him go to college no doubt so i always tell people the third string punter is as likely to win a scholarship as a starting quarterback Mm -hmm. and and you know we've had kids over the years i had a a young lady a few years ago she said you know i i write for the argyle student newspaper and i covered the game can i be eligible and i'm like Sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there's another girl that said, you know, I'm on the field videoing the game. Can I be eligible? Like, absolutely. You participated in the game. So, you know, there's there's really not a whole lot of kids that that aren't eligible. And, you know, as long as you're as you're doing the things that, that we focus on, um, you've got a chance to, to win it. It's Chris Cumnock, the executive director of the Landry Classic here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. All right, let's get to the games. Okay. If if you insist, we have to talk right. about football. Right. Uh, the games are going on at Allen's Eagle Stadium again uh, this year, uh, the, the beautiful facility out there. And uh, Friday night, I mean, talk about two heavyweights. Uh, do uh, you know? Take a name at one another again. It's it's Allen defending their home turf. Mm-hmm. They've never lost at Allen Eagle Stadium. I'm not trying to jinx them, I promise. But I, it is worth mentioning they've never lost at Allen Eagle Stadium. They are going to have to earn this next one against a Cedar Hill team that looks, on paper at least, like they are ready for a big leap. This, this team, this this game looks really, really interesting to me. Absolutely, yeah. It, you know, Cedar Hill. I got a chance to look at them a lot in the spring. Is you know, I try to make visits to, to see all these teams in the spring, and 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 then again here in the fall. Um, and tell you what, they, they've got they've got some weapons, but you know, Cedar Hill always has weapons, but mm-hmm. but. They're really, really strong. In fact, their offensive coordinator said this is a strong offensive line as we've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. But really strong offensive-defensive line. And then they feel like it's the best secondary they've had over there in 10 years. Um, That's saying something. Yeah, that, that is saying something. And, you know, this game was, was pretty close. I think it was a 13-point game two years ago. 
and two years ago, Cedar Hill, they they didn't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have a kid now, Caden Salter, that, that transferred in. He can play. I mean, he can really play. Now I don't, you know, what I don't know what's he going to do when it's seven o'clock on Friday night and you kick off with a packed Eagle Stadium, but but he doesn't feel like that's going to intimidate him, and they don't feel like that's going to intimidate him. So. Well, and they're and they're taking aim at an Allen team that you know we talked about on the show before is is a different Allen team. It's it's uh, if you are looking, it's weird, but if you're looking for star power, at least known commodity star power. I mean, Selden Manning's a really nice player. I want to be clear, like a really solid running back for them. But I mean, they they lose their 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 quarterback. They lose their 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 star wide receiver in Theo Weiss. I mean, this is a team that that certainly is going to have a different look for Allen. I know they're really high on a lot of these 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 kids who are going to be taking over, specifically the quarterback Raylan Sharp, who mm-hmm. is lightning in a bottle. Right. Um. It, it promises to be a fun game, and, and I think that there may be this notion for people that oh, it's Allen at home. They're definitely going to win. I think this game is tight. I think this game. I was telling you before we went on. It would not surprise me if I'm reading a tweet at uh at you know, uh, I guess nine thirty on Friday right. night, and it's like, hey, it's twenty eight twenty eight going to the fourth quarter. It's gonna be. I think it's. I think it has a chance to be a really really tight game. Yeah, I, I do too. You know, when you look at Allen, you know, I, I've gone over there and watched them practice. Um, they're really young in the offensive line. They're 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 inexperienced in the secondary, and so I thought, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but you watch them practice too, and they're so well coached, and those kids work so hard over the summer in in both their, you know, the the performance course, but but on their own as well, and with individual, you know, coaching, and um, so they're you know they're going to be fine, but but you're right. I mean, so how long does it take the offensive line to gel, and and how Mm -hmm. long does it take some of these guys that are having to step into roles? They're they're going to be fine, but are they going to be fine at it, seven o'clock on Friday night? I, you know, who who knows? Yeah, uh, we are, um, and, and then there's Saturday. So so mm-hmm. big game Friday night, uh, Allen and, and Cedar Hill. Saturday night, another really really intriguing game to me. Uh, Lucas Lovejoy takes aim at Colleyville Heritage. Um, I think Lovejoy has been quietly one of the most consistently very good programs in the DFW area over the past, over basically since Todd Ford's been there. Right. Um, this is a, a team that, again, I think there's going to be a notion they lose guys like Carson Collins, that that the the known star power may not be there. But I think all the places that are important, you know, offensive line, defensive line, um, you know, special teams, I think they're going to be really really sound if they can find those skill position guys to go with it, then they have a chance to be really, really dangerous this year. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Todd's done a great job over there, and his staff's done a great job. You know, they're, they're quarterback. So you mentioned, you know, losing Carson Collins. Mm-hmm. You know, it's three-year starter. So, you know, the, the, the general notion would be is that, well, they're not going to be as good at quarterback. But this kid, R.W. Um, Rucker, mm-hmm. that, you know, he was all-district player at safety last year. He's one of those kids that, if you play him in ping pong, you're going to get beat. I mean, if you go out and play him in tennis, you're going to get beat. You go bowling with him, he's going to be. He's just going to. He's just good at everything. He's a winner. He's a winner, and he was good in seven on seven. Every practice I've been to over there, he just lights it up. He can run it. He can throw it. Yeah, he's he's going to be really good. And you know, is I can't remember back in the 19 years that I've done this, going and watching two teams that you can almost forget where you're at. They are the a mirror image of each other it's just it's almost freakish i mean they have the same colors they're both red (laughs) and black but 
but the way the the coaching staffs coach, looking at the players, I mean, this has a chance to be a, like you said, I mean, a really, really good game because these are two really talented teams. Well, and the other thing is that I think that there is, um, when you look at um, Heritage, and we were talking about this before we came on the air, last year, five and six, not up to their standard. Joe Wills will tell you that. He was like, nope, not up to our standard. Um, They are building something. There is a really good young core there with some exciting playmakers. I know you're very excited to get some eyes, and I think for the DFW Metroplex to get eyes on Isaac Chabay, they're they're, they're kind of do-it-all sophomore kid that's going to be the next big thing there. Um, And plain and simple... Joe Willis doesn't have two bad years in a row, plain and simple. Like, not right. standard. He's going to have those boys ready, and I think that I think that Hollyville Heritage could be due for a big bounce back year. Yeah, I, I, I do too. And and you know, I I think last year their their defense really wasn't up to their standards. You know, mm-hmm. as you said, the, the five and six year wasn't up to their standards. But defensively, I, I know they were disappointed. I think they feel like they've they've fixed that now, and they're going to be really strong up in that front seven. Um, and then, and then the back end, they've got some some kids that are that are big, tall kids that yeah. can really run and, and play. But 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 Shebe and then you know then the receiver they've got Turner. I mean that kid. Is, yeah, Chad Turner is is he's 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 small but mighty. You know yeah. what I mean? That's uh, like he's a little water bug out there that you got to keep you got to keep track yeah. of him because he's going to be the quickest guy on the field. And, and and that's kind of what has me really excited about them is that I think they've got these. These playmakers mm-hmm. that can go the distance every time they touch the ball, and 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 if you're Lovejoy's defense, you have got to make sure you you are you are putting num- you're putting somebody on number five every single every single. Play. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if you don't tackle, you're gonna you're gonna have a problem. It is the 20th annual Tom Landry Classic going on at Allen Eagle Stadium Friday and Saturday. Uh, Friday night it's Cedar Hill and Allen. Uh, Saturday it is Lovejoy and Colleyville Heritage. Uh, tickets available at at Allen Eagle Stadium, right? Yeah, so they're they're available at the school mm-hmm. this week, and then at the stadium, ninety minutes before kickoff, um, they'll be available there as well. It's it's going to be fantastic. Uh, it's the twentieth annual uh, Tom Landry Classic. We're excited to see both games, uh, and and of course, uh, it, it, all, all the money goes to uh, a fantastic cause, giving some scholarships to some very very deserving folks. Um, Chris Cumnock, the executive director, appreciate you taking a little bit of time and uh, enjoy this weekend. I know you will. I will, and and I would like to say that nobody does it better than you guys. Oh, I mean, well. you guys are 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 just everything that's right about Texas high school football and high school football in general. And and you, I mean, no one comes close to what you do, and and, and promoting the game and. And the fact that we're still here after 20 years and that Texas high school football is as healthy as it is and it, and it is what it is, is is a huge testament to what you guys have done for years and what you do every Friday night and, and, and leading up to every Friday night. So, you know, I'm just honored to be here with, with you guys, but but what an unbelievable job that you do. Well, that's very kind. We, we appreciate it. We're, we're, we're trying to do our part. We know that the uh, we know the event on, on Friday and Saturday is going to be fantastic. And congratulations on 20 years again. And, um, and, you know, enjoy Friday and Saturday. Appreciate it. Thank you. There is Chris Cumnock, the executive director of the Landry Classic, celebrating its 20th year this year. Uh, game Friday night, Cedar Hill and, and Allen. And then Saturday night, Lovejoy and Colleyville Heritage, two really good games out there in Allen Eagle Stadium. And an excuse that if you've never been out to that thing, uh, you can go and see great football. You can usually see great football there, but this is an excuse. I'm telling you to go to this game if you don't have plans on Friday or Saturday. So do it. The Landry Classic. We appreciate Chris Cumnock coming in the studio. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. 
It's a lot of good questions, a lot of good debates about games going on. I don't think anyone needs our help today, and I'm going to be frank because uh, it stormed today and there's no sun out. This studio is like 20 oh degrees colder than normal, gosh. and I'm tired of sitting in this chair. I need to go warm up. So as much as I love y'all, we're going to call it a day. Mm-hmm. Uh we will be back tomorrow with a couple things. We have, uh, will we do it tomorrow? No. I don't know. Keep your, we'll have at least one more show this week on Thursday. Definitely that's, show Thursday. That's what I can tell you guys. Um, but with Greg out of town, things get complicated. Hi. So, okay. Let yeah. me do some things that my bosses at Fox want me to do. Okay. Please watch Fox Sports Southwest. Uh, Mason and Wall coming at you on Texas Football Days uh, Thursday night. I believe... Pre-game starts at 6, kickoff at 7. We do an hour pre-game, and then the game from the Puncher Dome, Mason and Wall, it's going to be a terrific, terrific game. Uh, I think it's on Fox Sports Southwest Plus, because I think we're, they're bumped for Rangers, so check your local listings for that, but it's on Fox Sports Southwest Plus. And then Friday night, uh, oh boy, it's the 121st Battle of the Axe, Sherman and Dennison. The scene is going to be crazy. Did you see that tweet yesterday, that the tickets sold out in 13 minutes? I'm surprised it took that long. 13 minutes. Yeah. It is already sold out. Uh, it is going to be a zoo in Sherman, Texas, and I cannot wait to be there. Watch it on Fox Sports Southwest. There's a lot of great coverage on Fox Sports Southwest of the, of the first week of Texas high school football season. Texas Football Days is a week-long celebration of Texas high school football and college football. I'm supposed to tell you that, um, but please just watch. I mean, you're a high school football nerd. Uh, you're watching the show, right? So you are. Uh, so please, uh, please watch Fox Sports Southwest. Uh, they pay me by the viewer, so I would really appreciate it if you were to do that. So that is going to do it for us. Uh, a very special thanks to Dave Burchett, the author of Between the White Lines. Uh, you can pick it up on Amazon and at your local bookstore. Uh, and a special thanks to Chris Cumnock of the Landry Classic. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Max Thompson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come be your player of the year trophy. Somebody will see you Thursday on Texas Football Today.